Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another Kraken, but not just any regular Kraken, another special joint Kraken, of course, with our very good friend Camden. Um, we're going to be jumping right into it. There's quite a bit of news to cover today. Um, a little bit of it elaborating on yesterday's news, given the fact that there were some significant uh, events that were covered and took place yesterday, but let's jump right into it. So first off, um, dead galaxies, quote unquote dead, uh, have mysteriously ran out of fuel to make stars in the early universe. Now, if we uh, take a look at some of the, the captions here, um, live fast, die young could be the motto of six early massive dead galaxies that ran out of the cold hydrogen gas needed to make stars early in the life of the universe. Now, NASA's Hubble telescope uh, basically found these odd galaxies while looking back billions of years to the peak of star birth in the universe, end quote. So, I mean, look, I don't know where this would fit in within the drop feeding and, and dissemination of, of propaganda to prepare people. Well, I have With an that idea. being, yeah, Camden's got a clue. Well, so I, I think that this could be, I mean, we've talked about electric universe theory. Uh, stars make their own matter. They expel giant, basically, fuel sources, right? So what if some race, some group is used these stars at their birth when they were their most energetic i guess we'll call and used them as fuel you know what i mean and right. literally killed them literally sucked them dry way too soon well if i could add as well that it also would make sense with what a lot of whistleblowers and, and military generals have said pertaining to certain extraterrestrial uh, factions and, and species and elements telling these generals we're not even a type one civilization now again don't quote me on this but apparently there's a, everywhere from type one to type five civilizations and when you get to the latter half of type three four civilizations you, it talks about being able to harness the energy of the cosmos within a relative vicinity of a certain galaxy this could have been it this could have very much been it right um, but Absolutely. moving on camden yeah um so biden and macron agree to meet next month and push to repair ties most of you will know about the weird AUKUS, whatever they want to call it australia uk us submarine deal france will send its ambassadors back to the us joint statement says after diplomatic spat over australia submarine deal there is some weird petty spattiness over these submarine sales. I'm not sure why it matters so much to France. I don't think that they're, maybe they are, they're, I don't think that they're, you know, top tier marquee R&D military, you know, development. It would make sense from a strategic standpoint, especially with China right there for Australia to go with something better on the market, I guess, to me anyways. Go ahead. The the only thing that I could say is that the only reason why I'm hesitant to have sort of a firm, even opinionated uh, statement on this personally is because we don't know the conversations happening behind the scenes. We don't Absolutely. know if this if this deal has to do with any other black operations with with certain European allies and things like that. So, uh, the the thing that bothers me about these types of stories in general is that. I feel like we're missing so much context. Now, again, I know. we don't know what we're missing because we don't know what we don't know, right? right. Yeah, it's, it's that's a, the thing. It's a horrible paradox. We literally don't know. This is the front end of it. And 
we don't get those uh, Oval Office calls. There's there's no transcripts for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. The next thing is that Biden has doubled the U.S. global donation of covid vaccine shots. Now, if we scroll down a bit, we'll see here and I quote uh, President Joe Biden announced Wednesday that the U.S. is doubling its purchase of Pfizer's covid shots to share with the world to one billion doses as he embraces the goal of vaccinating 70 percent of the global population within the next year. And there's quote, that okay. number again. That's 70%. Yeah. It seems to be their threshold. Um, I right. spoke about it before. Once you get to 70%, you can really start saying no without for the businesses, and they won't lose massive amounts of business in people standing up against this kind of thing. So it seems I, like that goal is there. I find this also peculiar because it comes very shortly after um, many African countries and leaders at the UN General Assembly in New York voiced their concern over what they basically said, the, the, the top five or six big pharma companies wheeling and dealing to the wealthy countries. Now, when you see a purchase like this, I can understand from one perspective why Biden would want to make it look good, like, okay, you know, we're going to buy it and then we're going to loan it out to other right. countries and they could pay us back. But what I also see on the back end of things is the whole big pharma, military industrial complex apparatus at play here, basically cornering the world saying, you know, if you want it, you got no choice. And it looks good on the surface as to what's being done here with these purchases, but it's a win-win just for the West and just for the, for the the big pharma guys because now they have full dictatorial say over, okay, you're going to get this amount at this time. If not, you know, too bad for you. I mean, you wonder who pushed that. Did big pharma right. push that deal at Biden or did Biden's people push that deal to big pharma? It's, it's an interesting proposition. Exactly. Speaking of big pharma, uh, well-documented medical firms donated $750,000 to Kirsten Sinema then she opposed the drug bill bill that's before Congress right now. Democrats who now oppose the plan to lower prescription drug costs accused of carrying water for big pharma. Controversial Arizona Democrat who threatens to derail President Biden's legislative agenda received more than 750000 in donations from the pharmaceutical and medical device industries. This is point blank. What's wrong with the system? Yeah, unrelated <laughs> to our, you know, pandemic but this is point blank objective proof that these companies are who buy the politicians and then get their agenda to go forward uh, it, lowering prescription drug costs only makes sense why is anyone that needs insulin paying anything for it in america and they literally right. can't live without it and the other thing, too, I wanted to mention is that I don't mean to say that, you know, money is always evil or anything like that. I don't think Camden's trying to say that either, no. but more so that when you look, for example, at a situation like this, someone who runs for public office, they receive these donations. It comes out later on within the, you know, when they have to do their um, their, their, their financial statements and, and donations for their campaign. There's a difference between this, for example, and the individual who served in the military, who then goes to work for a private contractor to make half a million in dollars in six months to, you know, working in the Middle East. Because, yes, I have a problem with the, the, the military industrial complex contractor system and apparatus at large. Granted, with that being said, though. When you look at it from an individual perspective, I, I use this example sort of as like a opposite of the spectrum type uh, demonstration. When you look at the, 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 the veteran who served honorably for his country, and then, you know, he's trying to just get by being, you know, working a, a job in, in, in the US or what have you. And then he gets a call from his old boss and says, hey, you want to make a quarter million bucks in, in, you know, four or five months guarding this random thing in Libya or something like that? 
Yeah. Th- this veteran, I don't blame him because he's got to feed his family. Right. Now, the thing is, though, is that when you look at someone like this, who runs like a Miss Cinema here, who runs for public office, this is when, again, and makes even more money than some of these these vets do working for contractors. This is the problem. Right. So it's all it's context based. I'm not trying to say that money in, in, in the system overall is bad, but it's got to be controlled. I mean, even worse, when her 2018 Senate campaign, Cinema repeatedly vowed to lower prescription drug prices and drug yeah. costs for seniors in Arizona, a predominantly senior state, you know, that's like yep. half the reason she probably got voted in and she got bought out. It's sad. Exactly. Exactly. The uh, next thing is that Congress is facing a shutdown uh, with the debt. Congress crisis, is charging um, toward it with no shutdown. basically plan of action, no plan B really. So if we, uh, if we scroll down here, um, Congress is charging toward a government shutdown and debt default and appears to have no backup plan roughly a week before federal agencies would have to shutter their doors. The Senate will vote as soon as Monday on a House-passed bill that would fund the government into early December and suspend the debt ceiling through 2022. But Republicans will block that bill from getting the 10 votes needed to break a filibuster because of the debt ceiling hike and GOP senators stress they aren't bluffing, end quote. Okay, I mean... This is the thing, again, when you look, putting Republicans, Democrats aside, this is the whole problem with the the whole apparatus at large. When you have, again, it's very intertwined and complicated. When you have a nation like the United States imposing arguably imperialistic, you know, uh, sanctions and things like this on other countries of the world, that's up for debate, I understand. But when you look at that and you see that they have no plan B for their own debt, it makes you think if they keep raising the debt ceiling, what money, uh, sorry, what value? Does does printing money even have anymore? Well, it doesn't. Right? That, I mean, you know, between you and me, we know that it doesn't. But right, it, it's right. it's it's. I mean, it's an entirely faith based fiat currency, and I don't know that doing these things can keep faith in the currency. There's no reason. Suspend the debt ceiling. I mean, what? The, what? I don't understand what there is a debt ceiling for. We're not an NBA team. We don't have a market cap. I mean, talk about what you need to spend money for and spend money on it. That's fine. But this whole game of shut. Oh no, shut down the government. Well, it's, it makes me think. What right? Like when you have China, Turkey, Iran, Pakistan, Russia, and a couple others trying very avidly to move away from the U.S. dollar. Yeah. Really makes me think in the long, long term what's going to happen because technically speaking, right now. I, I believe, I forgot who it was, a very high-level politician, according to Steve Bannon, when Bannon was a White House strategist, told President Xi that in private, we're still, uh, this China, still about the CCP, about 20 years behind the West. They still have to steal things. They still have to, you know. So right. the, the point is, is that the power is still in the West, right? Whether or not that's good or not, that's up for debate. That's not for us to say. But yeah. in terms of people saying, you know, oh, rate, just keep raising the debt ceiling. What are you going to do in 20 years from now? Keep raising the debt ceiling? No, right. I mean, you ask me, you said long term. I mean, I'm people that know me, especially Patreon members know. I don't I don't really think the dollar's got a year. Eh, I mean, yeah. I yeah. Mean, but that's that's just me. Um, next, second UK data breach exposes details of more imperiled Afghans. The latest defense ministry blunder follows another breach reported earlier this week, which critics said put Afghan lives at risk. Uh, a second, not just the first one, but a second data breach by Britain's Ministry of Defense has exposed the email addresses of dozens more Afghans who may be eligible for relocation in the United Kingdom. This is the weird thing about yeah. these refugees, these um, seeking sanctuary people. I mean, they are 
exposed. They are vulnerable. They are in a giant new country that they have no idea what to do about. They don't know where anything is. They don't have anyone to help them. When things like this get exposed, when one thing leads to another and they can easily find out wherever they're staying, it's just dangerous for these people that have been branded, you know, deserters maybe. Oh my God. And if we take a look here and I quote, the latest blunder saw MOD, Ministry of Defense officials, mistakenly copy 55 people into an email, making their details visible to all recipients. Now, ironically enough, when you read the headline, you would presume that this is some hack from a foreign adversary or a proxy country. This was pure laziness. Yeah. This was pure. This was, I mean, okay, we can argue that the State Department did something just as bad by giving names to the Taliban a handful of weeks ago. But I mean, this is this is sloppy man this is sloppy work like it's, i know mistakes happen but you'd think with all the the funding into military intelligence a simple copy and paste wouldn't be an issue it wouldn't be <laughs> right i know right you should, you would think they could do that voice copy yeah. paste. they don't need to type it even but exactly anyways the next thing is that erdogan says the taliban is lacking quote inclusive encompassing leadership and yeah, Turkish president says Ankara is willing to work with Taliban if the armed group formed a more encompassing government. You know, guys, I got to tell you, for those that want my opinion, this is where I agree with regards to Iraq and Afghanistan with Putin in the sense that mm. taking out Saddam Hussein, that whole geopolitical spectrum there, you know, Saddam Hussein was not a good guy. And I, I don't I don't want to use this quote from Nixon, but I, I will say it when Nixon said back in the day, Saddam Hussein's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. Look, I'm not Fair. saying what Saddam Hussein did was right, morally or ethically or legally in any way, shape or form. But I, I hate to be this person, but he held stability. He held stability, right? So if we see here, and I quote, the Taliban's current approach and their interim government are not inclusive, but Turkey's willing to work with them if the armed group formed a more encompassing government. President Erdogan said, NATO member Turkey has been working with Qatar to operate Kabul airport for international travel after the Taliban took power and foreign countries withdrew from Afghanistan. Okay. Turkey welcomed their initial mess, Taliban's initial mess, messages, but said it would evaluate its engagement and recognition of the group based on their actions, end quote. Erdogan is interesting. He's always tried to flaunt himself, in my opinion. I, I'm not yeah. an expert on Erdogan, but I, from what some studying and research I've done, he's always tried to flaunt himself as like a tough guy, but also at the same time, a guy who could intermediate negotiations between, you know, heads of formal diplomatic heads of state and also, you know, I don't want to say street criminals, but, you know, organized crime, loose factions of groups he's always tried to present himself as this guy i don't know if he's got a play by making this kind of statement it seems like there always is a play at hand it's very hard to say i'd love to know um again just my opinion i'd love to know what putin is receiving privately with regards to intelligence reports on right. what's really happening but anyways i mean no we don't know that's the thing I, we, we need to get moles i guess yeah. <laughs> um, Lebanon at risk of complete blackout by the end of September. Beirut's electric company warns uh, Lebanon, a state already in large disarray periodically, is at high risk of being plunged into total blackout by the end of the month as the Middle Eastern nation's fuel supplies shrink rapidly. The state electric company says that it's a real possibility uh, they can only generate less than 500 megawatts of fuel secured from iraq uh, that's that's wild that's not enough energy to power anything you wonder if uh, there's lots of the 
counterculture internet community that talks about blackout coming oh the the blah, 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 uh, the uh, you can wonder and speculate that this might be the controlled start of those kind of things i i mean i can't possibly imagine what plunging into actual blackout is uh, because in this country, in Canada, in your country, it's it's second nature to us to have a, these lights around me that work, this computer that work, you know? So, like, it's hard to even imagine. Exactly. No, I, I have nothing to add to that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I completely agree. There's nothing else really to be said. It's very unfortunate. Um, the next thing is that Palestinian children allegedly have been traumatized by Israeli home invasions. Uh, human rights groups and medical advocates say that Israeli raids are having a dire effect on the mental health of Palestinian children. End quote. I Yeah, absolutely. Th this is, again, it's not for me uh, to say which side is correct and what have you. I do believe both sides are at fault with regards to provoking violence within, especially within, you know, the last handful of years and things like that. But again, this is such a, a conflictual and controversial topic because of how many hundreds and thousands of years this goes back, right? And so... Ultimately, let's let's be truthful and realistic. Again, I'm not speaking of the Jewish people or the Israeli people or the Palestinian people. I'm commenting on the regimes of these two entities right. or states. There's a difference between the yeah. Israeli state and the and the is, right. is, Israel people. Yeah, right. The Israeli state government seems to be again, they seem to just be hammering down on the Palestinians. And look, it's not. I mean, for I'll me be honest. Say, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but it doesn't no, no. seem like changing from Netanyahu's really changed anything for their course of action. And it's you right. would think that it would have the way they said right. it would. Yeah, that's another thing as well. I don't, you know, for example, I, I here's the thing. Al Jazeera is reporting this, and I know that Al Jazeera. Again, they've been labeled in the West as a propaganda outlet, mainly because I do believe that the the, um, the Western corporations and ones in charge cannot really control Al Jazeera nearly as much, which is why, you know, when the whole Israel-Hamas thing happened a handful of months ago, uh, Al Jazeera's building got bombed and Israel didn't care so much because it's very clear... Al Jazeera, I'm not trying to say that they are a propaganda outlet whatsoever. It's clear they do tell the truth or the other side of things rather when Western outlets do not. So it is nice to see something in that regard. With that being said, we also have to be vigilant of the fact that they may be sympathizing a little bit too much with the Palestinians. It's, it's, very, it's very hard. It's very hard to say. It's very tit for tat. And the only people that suffer are the ones that have nothing to do with this. The, right. everyday, the everyday Israeli person, the everyday Palestinian person. Yeah. Right? So They're the ones that suffer. They're the ones that are not even pawns, but they're squares on the chessboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's true. It's rough. Yep. Um. Israeli-Australian ex-principal faces child sex abuse trial. This is, you know, court of Melbourne rules. There is significant evidence to send Malka Liefer to trial on October 21st. Uh, this is, you know, good and bad. You hate to see that this was even a thing in the first place, but it's good to see that some people are facing justice for their atrocities. Um, you wonder... Like a lot of the, you know, human trafficking operations going on in the U.S. right now, they they can identify, you know, 40-something human traffickers, but they've got arrests on two of them. You wonder why, who, you know, is this middle management of, this, of mm. the game or is there, yeah. or is he really a player? Is this a scapegoat or not? I mean, it's good to see that it's happening, that there is crackdown, that there is actual justice and, you know, consequences. 
a lot of these guys uh, or individuals rather, I would say that have, you know, associations with certain intelligence agencies and you, you name it. I'm not saying this individual does not trying to I slander mean, she, or accuse. She, she's going to plead not guilty. So, right, right. It makes you think if, you know, this is just another one, they're knocking off the chain. And when I say they, again, I don't mean any country state individually i mean more so the the social hierarchical structure of the elites it's it's hard to say if this is someone you know being knocked off the board just so it looks good or if this is actually legitimate then there's a legitimate process and i mean and 74 charges Oof. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, that's you you also wonder we'll have to keep up to date with it does she see a trial you know does she yeah. accidentally hang herself with a paper towel and, and, <laughs> and you know Ex so exactly exactly the next thing is that south african airways resumes flights after bankruptcy uh, they survived for decades on government bailouts and were sh uh, were shedding roots even before the covid 19 pandemic struck well here's the thing um the thing about airlines in general my background as many of you know is largely mainly italian and the my family for back in italy tells me you know the italian airlines they're always getting bailed out and things like this the thing with airlines is i i don't it's so conflictual from a financial perspective from an economic perspective it's very tough it's very tough and when i see these bailouts happening for the airlines it's just i they're just fancy words for the government saying here's money like, the, I mean, I don't know what else to say after that. If the airlines are not doing well, then I mean, my answer, in my humble opinion, I think many of you know my answer, it's bring out the free energy stuff. But I know there's right. the, other, the other side of that. I know that's not a realistic well, so they, approach. They just so. give them money, but does it, is there any gain for the government in bailing out an airline? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do they get anything? Like, the airline gets to stay functioning. They get to make money because people buy tickets. But does the government gain anything? I don't see where they do. Maybe someone knows. Let us let me know in the comments. Right. Yeah. Um. So, interestingly enough, CNN Today, the health-conscious people that they are, um, said <laughs> acetaminophen should be investigated for possible damage to developing fetus. Wow. Uh, international group of 13 scientists has released a statement calling for the healthcare community to carefully consider the use of acetaminophen that is just normal ibuprofen um, to be clear during pregnancy until the painkiller is thoroughly investigated for any potential impact on fetal development in the womb it is crazy to me that this is a concern I mean, 13 when, scientists. Sorry, yeah, but when roughly the same number of scientists. That's and yeah, yes, granted. In addition to one of the signatures was Dr. Robert Malone, MD, from G German scientists, Swedish scientists. Mm -hmm. When when roughly the same amount, I think it was in the 20s, but don't quote me on that. But when roughly the same amount come out expressing their concerns over the COVID vaccine, no reports, nada, nothing. And then but, this 13 scientists. Oh, oh, we better we better do a whole uh, front page about it. Right. It's interesting, right? There's there's a weird dichotomy. There there's a weird disconnect. You wonder, honestly, here's my thought on like the whole psyop thing. You wonder if they really only put this out to get people worked up like we're talking about. Yeah. To get people to say, "Oh, you care about that, but not this." To to stir that in you. So, it, it's cuz it's a weird thing to even say. I don't know. I totally agree. Totally agree. 
So let's take a look here. This is uh, an article for those that are watching visually from Disclose TV, the COVID network and analysis. So let's scroll down a little bit. A German IT project manager who wishes to remain anonymous has spent months creating an extensive and unique network document. For the first time, it shows you the complex network of relationships between non-governmental organizations, NGOs, which for the record, NGOs have been considered to be legitimate, but at the same time, there's been a major front of pushing, quote unquote, democracy around the world in every yeah country in every scenario by the West and Europe. So we got to be vigilant to that. Companies, documents, and people. There are over 6,500 objects and over 7,200 links, including the financial flows and in parts, also the amounts that have flowed. Only publicly available sources were used in the analysis. In the case of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, you can already see on page four of the document that this foundation spent around $43 billion in the period from 94 to 2021 in the USA alone and distributed around a half a billion in funds in Germany during this period, end quote. This is the problem I have. And then you look at what Bill Gates, Bill Gates said about Epstein uh, uh, yesterday or the day before, excuse me, when they when the interviewer asked, which I'm surprised, mainstream media interviewer asked this, is there any lesson to be learned? He goes, well, well, well he's dead. Well, he's dead. He's, he's dead. dead. Pardon my English here. What a fucking psychopath, in my opinion, at least. I mean, look at these guys. They all, look at how they think. Oh, he's dead. Don't worry about it. So this is the guy who is giving donations and foundations and arguably running the, a good percentage of the show of disseminating the COVID vaccines to the world. It's that same guy. It's that same guy. He, he falters under one, one simple question. Uh-huh. You know, so. I mean, it's interesting to me. The key point that he, the German IT project manager, only use publicly available sources. That's not, you know, scourging for anything that could yeah. at all be taken yep. as rumors or all. Like, this is 170 pages of very publicly available sources. That's you know what's going to happen, by lot. the way? No lawsuits will be filed because they can't. They know they can't. It's just going to go unreported and shoved under the rug in the Google algorithm. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what. That's it. Just like our yep. channel on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Robinhood to launch cryptocurrency wallet as Bitcoin becomes bigger part of the business. Can I, sorry, this just came in on Disclosed TV and this Go adds to your article. Yeah. Just now, Twitter says users can now tip their favorite accounts with Bitcoin. Case in point, there's this giant, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I said earlier, the US dollar have less than a year. I think that's on purpose. I think there is a purposeful push to these cryptos. The same reason the IRS is going to start checking on anything over $600 the same reason Robinhood, the most mainstream, easily accessible version, is going to start doing their own digital wallets. This is the start of, of the total step-by-step -step, every moment of your life control mechanism. That's yep. just how I see it. That's what makes it so hard for me to at all even look into, want to get excited about any of these cryptos because they seem like a, 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 a fake, a psyop, a, a facade. A hundred percent. I, you know, that's the other thing too, which honestly, uh, I'm not so much of a, an expert in, in crypto as, as you are Camden, but that takes us to our, our next article, which we can sort of add to this, um, which is that according to Associated Press, the Fed says on track to slow support for economy later this year. So if we scroll down a little bit, the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell signaled Wednesday that the Fed plans to announce as early as November that it will start withdrawing the extraordinary support it unleashed after the COVID, after COVID paralyzed the economy 18 months ago. Now, here's what's interesting. End quote. This is the same Chair uh, Chair Powell. This is mm -hmm. the same individual who said that 
there should be a more centralized form of, of cryptocurrency. They should control it. They should allocate it, delegate, delegate and, and oversee it. Yeah. Again, if that happens, what's the difference between that and the U.S. dollar? Right. Exactly. And then we look at what Twitter is doing now. It's interesting because a lot of people say, you know, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, he per he publicly endorses Bitcoin and cryptos, but he's also following the, you know, the the, the CIA quid pro quo agreement that was made, which is Fair. that, you know, Twitter won't get regulated as long as they remove things that fit the CIA's narrative mm -hmm. in, in a lot of regards. It's not for for us to say, you know, what's right and what's wrong in that context, but ultimately Clearly, there seems to be a very, very strong um, advocacy for trying to control this this currency, really, ultimately, or this well, type of this type of currency. Well, and it also begs the question, I don't I mean, it's a confusing topic, but reverse repo rates it has hit a trillion. That is when the government says we need money so badly. Please, can we buy your assets? We promise to pay you back more than we bought. So mm. if they're rolling back stimulus, do they start to have to pay back those reverse repos? Do they have to, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean in all of this dollar only last year. Does the, you know, 30 year mortgage housing market crash type of thing happen except with the entire US economy and Federal Reserve? Which is, again, if we take a look back at 2007, 2008, the whole recession there, yeah. there was a very strong argument to be made that it was covered in some mainstream media articles at the time, but there was a very strong argument by economists that wasn't a popular one, but they had to sort of admit it that drug money, literal physical cash that you put in your pocket was what arguably kept the economy. I don't even want to say afloat, but kept, you know, their, their head out of the water, so yeah. to speak. No, drug money real. was, the, and you know, the big banks laundering Deutsche Bank for them and things like that. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it's very, it's a very interesting time because, you know, this thing, stories like this actually frighten me more in some cases than military stories, because, right. you know, at least with the military, you know, there's going to be physical violence here. We don't know if people are going to snap, if people are, if, you know, I, know, I remember when COVID first started, I remember a family member telling me they went to the bank to try and pay their mortgage bills. They couldn't, they saw other people freaking out because they couldn't pay their mortgage. Now, first off, I understand the stress, but at the same time, it just shows how enclosed our minds are into this system, many of us. But also at the same time, it just goes to show how enslaved a lot of these people are to the system. You know, I got to pay, I got to pay my mortgage. I got to do this, that the second someone does something decentralized like Bitcoin, look, oh, there's concerns, there's concerns. So, you know, but with that being said, there is one more uh, story that just came out literally seconds ago. I wanted to cover um, ahead, yeah. the U.S. House has just approved one billion dollars for Israel's Iron Dome defense system with an overwhelming majority, 420 to nine. This comes days after Democrats, a uh, progressive Democrats successfully managed to get a removed from a stopgap spending bill. OK, this is this, in my opinion, you folks know where I stand on this type of influence with the Mossad and what have you. This is this makes more sense. I, I had a feeling that I know last night I was checking some headlines that were saying, you know, uh, some Israeli officials back in, in the Knesset in uh, Israel's parliament were saying off the record, we're not concerned. We'll get the funding late, uh, at a later date. Next thing you know, within 24 hours, this is why yesterday it, you folks noticed at the beginning, I was at a bit of a loss, like, whoa, mm -hmm. but this, this makes much more sense. I don't know yeah. if you have anything to say, Camden, but no, I mean, you, you said it perfect. I mean, they've been waiting on this, right? They, they, yeah. or, well, they weren't waiting on it. They knew it was coming. It, it, it was, it's inevitable. I mean, the, yeah. the, a large portion of 
not that it's a bad thing. Uh, I think it's been distorted what it means, but that traditional Zionist like viewpoint is held by a lot of people in politics right now. It's right. been a little distorted into, I think actually they're like being stomped on by Israel as Zionists. But I mean, it's, it's a real viewpoint. Um, they are a really strong state. That Iron Dome is no joke. Uh, you wonder if they got it from us, what kind of uh, steel dome we have, you know, kind of yeah, thing, right? That's another, but yep. It's interesting that it moved just that fast. They, they, they can pass these things fine, but it, they're, they're concerned about, uh, I mean, yeah. I, we don't know what's in this bill. That's the real thing. It passed so fast. And speaking of which, what you said about the Iron Dome technology, it makes you think what, you know, the West has, what the U.S. Yeah. has. And, you know, I got to say, it just makes me think of my train of thought in my head immediately goes to how much of a puppet show the front end of the world is, because you have different countries going back and forth with anti-ballistic missiles. Meanwhile, you know, there's again, as you all know, I will say this anti-gravity tech things that blows this stuff out of the water in a second. So it just shows you that the depravity and the pointless back and forth fighting with these missiles that could be disassembled by the same people firing the missiles, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so right. I, it just makes me think of how much of a puppet show it is. Right. So I don't know, before we wrap up Camden, did you want to no, throw anything you, in? You, you you said it. No. That's perfect. Go ahead. Wrap up. Well, with that being said, everybody, uh, we'll probably have a, a, a roundup crack. And if there's a lot of news over the weekend, we'll do one Sunday morning. If not, we'll catch you again for another Kraken on Monday. Thank you guys so much. We know that you enjoy the special joint Krakens and we'll catch all of you very, very soon.